Howdy, Ags. Welcome to Aggie Growth Hacks, the podcast sponsored by the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M that is dedicated to highlighting fast-growing Aggie entrepreneurs, learning how they overcome growth challenges with creative hacks, and connecting them with other entrepreneurs in the Aggie network. I'm your host, Greg Martin, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2001. My co-host, Chris Hunter, is being an amazing dad is with his kids at a state swim meet for a swim club that they're part of. Well, this week, we're bringing you the conclusion of our conversation with three entrepreneurs that have also served in the U.S. military. If you've not had a chance to listen to part one of the series, then make sure that you check that out either on whatever podcast app you're listening to or go to aggiegrowthhacks.com and you can check it out there. Every year, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship hosts a week-long Entrepreneur's Boot Camp for Veterans, or EBV. This program is sponsored by the Reynolds & Reynolds Corporation, and it is a week-long MBA. So if you are a veteran entrepreneur that has a business, or you're a veteran that is thinking about being an entrepreneur, and you want to, to learn more about what it's really like to be an entrepreneur, make sure that you check out Texas A&M University, McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship, Entrepreneurs Bootcamp for Veterans. Believe me, this is an amazing program and you will not be disappointed. So without further delay, let's pass it on back and jump back into our conversation with Steve, Dan, and Eric. All right, and we're back. So we've had a little bit of technical difficulties, but like uh, like entrepreneurship, like being in the military, you adapt and overcome, you figure it the hell out and you keep on rolling. So uh, let's talk about adapting. Uh, Steve, what has... What's the last year and a half like been for you? And how have you hacked uh, the biggest challenge that, that you guys had? Well, I think everybody's uh, answer would be COVID. You know, COVID has um, thrown a metaphorical wrench into everything. But again, as we kind of talked about earlier, uh, being able to identify those things and iterate, right? We, we, we saw a community that um, was lacking connection. So what do you do? You pull them together, right? With our with the technology platform that we're building and rooted, we saw again disconnection. There's there's noise everywhere with the resources that are available to veterans as they transition. Our suicide epidemic is is 22 veterans per day, which is completely unacceptable, but honestly understandable. You know, I was in that position as well. So how do we how do we figure out how to go upstream for these problems before they happen and get veterans connected to the resources they need right now? Everything's about iteration, listening to your surroundings, understanding what's going on, fighting a need in the market and fixing it. I think we've done a pretty good job of that. Um, everybody in our EBV class is, I believe, is forward thinkers. They've, they look forward. They're not looking for excuses and just saying, you know, woe is me. It's about action. And um, as somebody said before, I think it was Dan said, put a plan in place, figure out where that vision is, figure out where you want this thing to go, um, and then backwards plan it. And beautiful things really, really, really do happen when you put surround yourself with amazing people. Yeah. Skip, how about you? What was the biggest challenge that you had over this last 18 months and how have y'all overcome it? Well, I was downsized at my other job. So that was the first challenge. Oh. Uh, yeah. I mean, the company got downsized. They, they basically laid off all of their remote salespeople and with their core folks. So that, that kind of blew. And then uh, uh, through Blake, actually Blake Petty, he hooked me up with Caleb uh, to start this company right in the middle of the pandemic, which is awesome timing. <laughs> and, and they also decided to pivot to getting public funding because one of the other things that the material does, it's very good for air filtration. So obviously a lot of air filtration needs when you're trying to fight off a virus and, and help people stay safe. And I guess the lesson there is that look like 
you know, kind of a, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's a duck. If it looks like too good of a thing, it's, it's probably too good of a thing. Uh, there's no shortcut to revenue. Just because there's a lot of public funding out there and you have a material that's really good for air filtration does not mean you can skip right to go and collect your $200. Uh, you still have to go through all of the market steps, identifying your, your users, what problem are you trying to solve, get the science right, get the packaging right, identify your core ends, get the pricing right. And I think we learned a hard lesson that we tried to do a little bit of that shortcut. And that's when I came in and said, look, you know, this air filtration stuff is a lot more complicated than the resources we have available to us. It's very sciencey. You're talking to a religion major and a, and a business guy, not a science guy. So until we have the right resources, we ain't doing that. So we cut out all the all the noise and we focused on something that we can get to market much more quickly. Even though there's still a lot of public funding for air filtration, there's no shortcut to revenue. You still have to go through all the right steps. At the end of the day, you need cash and you need cash flow in order to make make the business sustainable and, and to go go long term. So that's yes, sir. Daniel, what about y'all? March of 2020, we thought we were done. You know, I was looking for other ways. We started delivering through Grubhub and all those. Even though they didn't have Grubhub drivers out here, I was starting to deliver it myself. And I thought it was done with the exception of the like PPP and all that sort of stuff. But one day on a Friday, it was uh, almost the mid-April, my daughter and I were working a shift and she's like, Dad, you need to get on TikTok. And she had been on TikTok for about a year at this point. We've had other employees, you know, suggest getting on Instagram and all that sort of stuff. And I'm like, okay. So, you know, she started it up in an account, you know, with my information and we worked on a little um, script and we taped it and did all that stuff. And it went out there and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And we're getting the, we're getting some views. And then um, every time a, we get a cell, my phone will make the little chiching sound. Well, then the phone started going chiching. And um, I looked back at the views and they were like in the thousands and the tens of thousands and then hundreds of thousands. Y'all went viral. Yeah. <laughs> and my phone was going chiching every like 20 seconds. And I, at first I was like, wow, this is exciting. Then I was like, oh crap, what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, this is at the point where, you know, a lot of the colleges and universities started closing. So a lot of the former employees that we had that had gone off to college, we knew were back in town and we called them up and said, hey, can you help us out? And they said, sure. And they stepped right back in as if nothing, uh, they had never left. Wow. And, you know, we had to figure out a, a way real quick in order to, you know, meet that demand. Fortunately, we were prepared through the knowledge we'd acquired through programs like EBV and IVMF. We had the capability and our website was more than capable of handling the traffic. So we were set up already to handle the traffic. And this was our very first post and we did almost 2 million views. And wow. Our you want to come be the social media manager for her Aggie Growth Hacks? I mean, that's, that's a fantastic. Oh, well, oh, for popcorn? That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, 1,500% in a week, our revenue jumped. Oh. Over 1,500%. Yeah, it was crazy. And um, at this point, we were using the post office, and we realized that, you know, they couldn't keep up with us. You know, the lady would show up in her little uh, Jeep Wrangler trying to take utility van, a UPS van worth of boxes. So I'd end up making a couple trips daily for several weeks to the post office. And finally, we were like, 
we got to go with UPS. So, because we were starting to get customers from uh, overseas. And, you know, of course, so we started up with UPS and they really took care of us. And, you know, we've shipped to, we ship everywhere except for Antarctica, you know. (laughs) So one time I even shipped it to a Marine on a ship. (laughs) I had had to pull a few strings on that one, but (laughs) that's cool. That was pretty neat. So, um, yeah, it was it was pretty fun. Uh, one thing I regret though is that we lost a lot of the momentum because we tried to do a lot of the marketing ourselves, and the um, and when I tried to analyze it, the what we did right, I, I figure it was it was it was all a great blessing. We um, I think it was timing. You know, people were just locking down and they just got their stimulus checks. So I think you know that was part of it. But um, I would have gone with a you know a, a professional marketing firm if I had to do it over again, because we lost a lot of momentum. And so what a cool story. Though. I don't think we've ever had a, uh, someone go viral before on, on Aggie growth hacks. So that is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we hit, uh, like 140,000 followers over 140,000. And of course it's we we've lost about 10,000 followers, but, um, you know, we're trying to utilize that. That is that capacity. That's awesome. Okay, Dan. So, so knowing that you've kind of went through an extremely difficult year and you've, you've kind of been able to, to adapt to that, what is y'all's BHAG? Well, I've always said, you know, even prior to um, COVID in this uh, viral video, you know, I was like, you know, I wish we could be like the bluebell of popcorn or like water, the water burger of popcorn or, or whatever. Like when it comes to popcorn, uh, be a household name. Mm-hmm. so to speak. And, um, but now I'm starting to think, you know, in some cases, maybe Bluebell can be the popcorn Friday of ice cream, you know? That's right. <laughs> so that's good. But, Steve, Steve, what about y'all? What, what's y'all's big, hairy, audacious goal? You know, we, we've done a lot this, this past year, whether it's partnerships with uh, Texan by Nature, which is the Bush Foundation co- Conservation um, Organization here. We actually have hives on the Presidential Library in Dallas at SMU. Um, those things would be like huge, massive attainments and, you know, to, it's starting to become a daily kind of occurrence. So we're extremely blessed. Um, we have partnerships there at Texas A&M with uh, Dr. Rangel and, um, and uh, Mary Reed at the, the Texas State Inspectors. So we've been able to build partnerships and relationships all over the country similar to that. And we just uh, want to continue to connect veterans to beekeeping so that they can thrive in life. Honestly, you learn a lot from bees, whether it's um, you know, command and control or whether it's the patience and the, the success that you, that you get when you come out of a hive. Um, so we want to be able to connect every veteran who's interested and beekeeping uh, to a mentor in their local areas. It's really easy to do. You go to hivesforheroes.com and fill out an application. We connect you. Uh, we've streamlined that process significantly. Um, so that's those are our austacious goals for uh, Hives for Heroes. On the rooted side, we want to be able to connect every veteran to resources they need instantaneously. Um, we're working with United Way right now, which is an amazing partnership with uh, United Way and all their subsidiaries in order to streamline that process of connection, application, and onboarding to every resource in which they have in their network. That to us can, uh, when you minimize that time it takes to get resources, you save lives. And that's super important to us on both levels. So as you can see, our, our mission in both organizations is, is culturally to, to support our veterans, to get them the things that they need. Um, as soon as possible so they can thrive and become uh, better people, better family members, and better community members and give back as well. 
Right. Skip, how about you guys? I mean, knowing that you, you've you already set your mission as a really audacious mission. <laughs> we do have a big mission. Uh, we've got two BHAGs. One, we, we've taken a look at what we're doing and I don't necessarily want to be a product company. That's sort of a means to an end right now. We're, we're creating the, um, I guess, the value proposition or the need awareness of our of our technology through marketing our products. So what we really want to do is we want to commercialize the technology and scale it up. Right now, the machines that make our material are about the size of a dorm fridge. We want bigger machines and to have a greater impact so we can make more of this material and then license the technology or sell the technology. So we think there'll be a greater impact that way than, than us you know, creating just a huge demand for our products. We think that's narrow thinking. So that's our first BHAG is to commercialize and scale up and, and duplicate the technology. The second is more revenue-based, and, and but it's stated in a different way. We're going to be partnering with the First Responder Benefit Association. Okay. Great charity. And they, they're one of those few charities out there that gives 100% of their donations to the, the people that need it. And obviously, that resonates here with the audience I was here with, uh, the fire chiefs. But it, it covers a lot of people that uh, have been impacted negatively by disasters and they're people that are out there serving us. So we want to give 100000 to the FRBA in the next year or so. And basically, we're going to be doing 10% of our profit. So that, that tells you we want to be at a million a year, at least, in profit. So we want to give 100000 annually to FRBA and get to that point very quickly. So cool. And I, and I know that, that y'all's founder, Caleb, who was on Aggie Growth Hacks in a previous yep. episode, I mean, he, he really does have a passion for uh, first responders and their families and making the dangerous things that they do safe. Um, so th- that that's great. So um, okay, well let let's roll into the lightning round, guys, and let's uh, let's see if we can get some. Hey, my oh, hands on the buzzer. All right, ready? <laughs> um, all right, so so it's just gonna we're gonna I'm gonna bounce this off, and whoever answers first answers first. Tell me Ooh. one book, podcast, YouTube channel. What's something that you guys are getting a lot of value out of that our listeners need to be aware of? Business Wars. Business Wars, great, great podcast. Love it. Yeah, I listen to Entree Leadership and Andy Stanley a lot as well. Uh, a good base from where my background's from and then also in the business focus. But of course, I listen to Ag Growth Acts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never heard of it. I, I, think, I think Daniel and, and Skip, sorry, you guys are, you know, you're, you're fading out. So Steve wins. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Daniel? Well, a good book. Uh, aside from Aggie Growth Hacks, you know, I've been uh, listening to it quite a bit in preparation for this. And, you know, I'm like, wow, these guys and companies are pretty amazing. I don't know if you all know Larry Broughton. He's a veteran that's associated with IVMF. And he wrote a book called Victory. And Victory is an acronym. Um, let me see if I can remember. It's um, Vision, Intel, Coaching, Team, Ops, Rapid Action, and then... Um, taking care of yourself and your family. So it's kind of a, a, a foundational type of book that uh, helped us early on. And, you know, we still, once in a while, we'll, we'll go back through and, and do those steps over because, you know, things are constantly changing, circumstances are changing, and we'll re- reevaluate that. We've done that a couple of times with our business. So it's uh, Victory by Larry Broughton. So. All right. We'll have to check that out. I it, and did, did you say he was a uh, former military? I mean, because that sounded yeah. so military-esque. Yeah. He he owns several businesses, mainly a uh, hotel, uh, like a boutique hotel chain. And uh, But he was uh, Special Forces, I guess, back in the 80s and 90s. 
We're going to roll right now and have a break and hear a message from our sponsor. All right. So tell me your, you guys' favorite hacks. Uh, this could be a personal hack. This could be a business hack, time hack, food hack. What is it? I love to skate swimming, swimming pools and bowls with my son. Uh, back a long time ago before I joined the military, uh, when I was like 14, 15 year old, I would uh, skateboard a lot. And um, over 35 years later, my son was like, hey, dad, I want to go to the skate park for my birthday. And I'm like, what? So that was a couple of years ago. Uh, He got me back into skateboarding. And aside from associating myself with other veteran business owners, that thing really helps me because I can forget about everything. And it takes 200% of your focus in order to, to go up and grind the coping at the top of a pool. But the, the, the sense of accomplishment and, uh, that you get when you do something like that. And I've come across other old people. I'm 55 years old. So when I, I roll up to a skate park, these, these teenagers are looking at me like, <laughs> and, uh, and then I'll, uh, hit the coping or something like that. They're like, Oh my gosh. Oh, that's I've, awesome. <laughs> I've, come across other uh, veterans and some of them are business owners and stuff like that. And I've even uh, come across a, I follow them on Instagram is called six feet above. And what they do is they use skateboarding to help veterans prevent suicide, you know, kind of like high for heroes. It's called six feet above. And, and if you, when you hit the, if you're going too fast and you hit the coping, you go up and over, you can come out of the pool and then jump back in. So that's kind of the reference. Instead of being six feet below, it's six feet above. And they were featured in um, Coffee or Die magazine that uh, Black Rifle Coffee does. And, and I think I'm trying, they only have a chapter in, I think it's uh, up in Illinois and one in California. And I'm trying to get a, a chapter out here in, in uh, San Antonio because there's a lot of uh, veterans and a lot of skaters. I, I run into them all the time. That's cool. Skip, what, what's, a, what's a, your favorite hack? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say this, but it's not because I do it well. It's because it's, it is a good hack and, and I'm learning daily how to be better at it. Cut out everything that doesn't matter and that gets in the way, including people. There are people that, uh, I'm sorry, there are, there are people that are just not beneficial for you to have in your life. There are things in your life that are just not beneficial. Get rid of it. Focus on the things that matter. Yeah. Ooh, that's hard, but good. It's very hard. Steve, how about you? Yeah, I definitely like uh, a sketch comment as well. It's something that has been a struggle because uh, obviously we all have parts to serve. So it's very um, hard to say no at, at times. I would say that my biggest hack that I've learned more than anything is to listen. Listen well. That allows you to really love people and love what you do in a whole different perspective. You can't really get to know anybody or get to know the effects of things or get to know the results of things if you don't listen. Yeah. And so being able to keep your ears open um, and your mouth shut is a pretty good hack for me. Well, I just really want to thank all three of you gentlemen for being so open and so honest and really transparent about how business has been and how transformation out of the military has been for y'all. Um, real quickly, um, is there anything that Aggie Growth Hacks can support you guys with? And then how do we get in contact with y'all? I think what you guys are doing, this is... Great. I mean, the, just the exposure for us helps out greatly. 
being getting the word out about us because a lot of people don't know about you know our gourmet popcorn. It's pretty unique, you know. So we just check you out on on TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> is that the best way? Yeah, I we're on all the social media platforms: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. So that's awesome, Steve. How about you? Yeah, I think uh, the best and and freest version of that is to continue to communicate our mission and being able to direct people to Instagram, Facebook, and our websites at Hives for Heroes. If you know anybody interested in beekeeping or being involved in the beekeeping arena, and then as well, Instagram and websites at Get Rooted, R-U-T-D, GetRooted.com, as we uh, connect veterans to resources they qualify for instantaneously in a single click. So those things are, you know, keeping those things on the forward of our mind and being able to serve others and to continue what you do, like get the message out of what people are doing as individuals, growing organizations and growing communities effectively. Love it. Love it. Skip, uh, you can go to intelligentnanofiber.com. That's more of our corporate page. So that's more like philswift.com. But if you really want to find out what we're doing with our products, like Flex Seal, uh, go to infosorb, I-N-F-Y-S-O-R-B.com. And that's where it went live today, actually. So that's where we're talking about our oil and gas sorbent products. Very cool. Well, gentlemen, thank you again for your time today. Thank you for your service to our country, uh, both in uniform and out of uniform. And uh, thank you for being on Aggie Growth Hacks and being part of the family. Thank you, Greg. Yeah, thank you. Wow. All three of those veteran entrepreneurs are officially my hero. One of the greatest gifts that I know that I get and I know Chris gets out of hosting this podcast is that we get to learn from gentlemen like these three, whether it be the discipline to take a not-for-profit nationwide and to be have a de- have decentralized control over that, like Steve, or to make a TikTok viral video <laughs> like Dan, or to have that singular focus of having only the things and the people matter and focusing only on that like Skip does. What did you take away from these episodes? We would love to have you connect with us on our Facebook group or go to aggiegrowthhacks.com and let us know. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Aggie Growth Hacks. Chris and I hope that you enjoyed it and that you'll leave us a rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you're listening to us. Make sure you check out our website at aggiegrowthhacks.com where you can hear all of our previous episodes, connect with us, And make sure that you check out our monthly hack shops, where we tackle some of the biggest challenges that face entrepreneurs. Finally, if you have not joined the Aggie Growth Hacks Facebook group, be sure to check us out and connect with other Aggie entrepreneurs. Aggie Growth Hacks continues to be produced by fellow Aggies, Kyle Ackerman and Ben Wiggins with Podcast Architects. And we want to, again, give a huge shout out not only to our sponsor, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship, but to the Reynolds and Reynolds Corporation for being the, the supporter and the title sponsor for the Entrepreneurs Bootcamp for Veteran. If you're a veteran entrepreneur or you're a veteran that is thinking about being an entrepreneur, make sure that you check out this program. I guarantee it will change your life. Make sure that you join us next time when we wrap up season three of Aggie Growth Hacks and we tell you about some amazing things that we are planning for season four. Until then, I'm Greg Martin on behalf of Chris Hunter. Thanks and gig them.